Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Gateway to Cinema, the spinoff of the far more popular podcast reboot already underway, the Larry Boy the Cartoon Adventures to the main podcast, Veggie Tales. I'm sad that I know either of those things. <laughs> yeah. 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 But I am, of course, your host, Aaron Hahn, joined as always by Jacob Lacey. Wow, I want to play a game. That's how he you says do. It. He says it exactly like that. That's that's a good impression. Spot I want to play on. a game. He says it, he says it like a five-year-old who wants to play his video games. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a whiny little brat the whole time. But yeah. I just want to play a game, though. That's all. He's he's a very reasonable person. He just he just wants to play a game. With, I just want to put people in cages with razor blades. That's all. That's all I want to do. We, we should hear him out. He sounds reasonable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Because uh, yeah, we are gonna play a game this week. Because we are once again talking about a film from the list of 100 movies I once made for Lacey to watch. Films that are an interesting introduction to the larger world of cinema. And this is one that definitely classifies as interesting, but not necessarily good. I am so excited to hear your reason for putting this on the list. We'll get there, though. <laughs> we'll get there. Because we are talking about, in anticipation of Jigsaw, we are talking about the original film of the horror franchise, Saw. So, Lacey... Give me your first thoughts. Alright, so this is a movie that obviously... I, I This is a movie that I think very few people have ever not heard of, right? Like, at least this <laughs> franchise. It's so... It was like a phenomenon when it came out. Like, I felt yes. like everyone was seeing it, everyone was talking about it. Um. Also, one of the first franchises... <laughs> and Aaron and I have talked about this. <laughs> where I went so this falls under the uh you, you what you knew going in yeah yeah <laughs> one of the first franchises where I did this thing where I went I was too afraid of a movie or I thought I would never see a movie so I went on Wikipedia and read the entire plot synopsis <laughs> for the movie I don't I never did it for the first two but I did it for like the later ones when they were coming out because people were going to see them like my cousins were going to see the movies and they're like oh man it's so scary it's so gross i'm like well i'm never gonna see it but i want to be a part of the conversation <laughs> so i'd read it. you know i thought i was i thought i was alone mm-hmm. aaron yeah also. i thought i was i thought i was the only one who uh wasn't allowed to go see this franchise in theaters mm. and so they went on wikipedia and read the plot summaries of the yeah. <laughs> I I thought I was alone, but... Also did it with the, the Friday the 13th, a couple of them. <laughs> Not like the original ones, even. Like, I don't know why I never did the original ones. I was just kind of like, oh, let's see how Children of the Corn 4 ends. <laughs> I was like, all right. Um, never mind, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Okay, um... 
So yeah, this is one that I actually knew quite a bit about just from context clues <laughs> of the other movies' descriptions. And also, yeah. like, I feel like the final, like, revelation in this movie is very well known at this point, right? Yes. So uh, that was, was one that I knew. It was something that I knew before seeing the film ever. I already right. knew the twist. And I think I knew it because I watched the, like, How Saw Should Have Ended on mm-hmm. YouTube mm-hmm. without having ever seen the movie. To be clear, I might have watched the uh, Everything Wrong with Saw <laughs> as well. <laughs> so that might be what happened there. Um, but overall, there were still a couple of twists and turns I was not expecting. So mostly just one, but we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if I'd say I liked this movie. <laughs> I think I maybe more uh, appreciate it or like understand it or there's like a certain appreciation you have to have for a, a movie that's, I mean, this was fairly low budget, I assume. It was like around a million. Okay. That a movie like this that can launch an entire franchise Mm-hmm. that made millions and like probably will still make millions when jigsaw comes out uh, so there's a bit of a not appreciation what am i looking for like uh, respect like there's a certain amount of respect you have to have for it and of mm-hmm. course i love the conjuring which is a james wan film so seeing where he came from is really interesting as well uh but other than that i'm not gonna say that like Oh, I'm going to watch Saw again at some point in my life. Probably not. I think I'm probably good on Saw for a good while. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah. It's not necessarily a franchise that lends itself to rewatchability. Right. Both because they're so heavily reliant on twists and because they're kind of torturous to watch sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, this one wasn't so bad, honestly. I got I was no, confused I, because I was like, I, "Wait, I knew these movies for one thing, and like the first movie barely has any of it. It's more like implied than anything." Yes, yeah. that's I think one of the most surprising parts of the first film is like you hear so much about this franchise, but the the first film did not start all that gore. It's very much off screen. It's very much implied. It's very much. It's very. It's much more uh, psychological than it is the whole torture. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There was one that we'll talk about later that got me because I wasn't expecting them to show it. I'm like, oh, they haven't shown anything before. And then they, like, basically show all of it. And I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) Like, why? I looked away at that point. Right. There's kind of, but there's, like, the short bursts of it, which makes it much more impactful than when you get into later sequels. And you're like, oh, that guy's bones are jutting out again. Oh, God. That's cool. I don't know that I want to watch all of these. (laughs) <laughs> we'll get there though we'll, we'll talk a little bit about though later Aaron but. I'm so interested why is it on the list <laughs> yeah I mean this is one of I, I told you this is going to be one of the more questionable entries on the list when I, when I was introducing it last week mm-hmm. and it's definitely a film that I'm not entirely big on myself Compared to a lot of, like, we've been covering a lot of my favorite films of all time recently, whereas this one, I'm like, 
it's not great, but I don't know. I I'm more favorable to it. I'm I'm like on the more favorable side because it seems pretty evenly split. At least the first film is. Yeah. Between people who like it and people who don't like it. Okay. But it, you kind of mentioned a couple of the reasons why I put it on the list, and one is the ubiqui- you know, the ubiquitous nature of the franchise. It's like mm-hmm. it's became such a phenomenon. It was so inescapable for so many years when they kept on cranking out sequels that it's kind of cemented a place in film history. And so I think it's worth at least knowing the the first film like kind of getting an impression of what the series is even if you don't go on to watch all of it because not many people should but <laughs> yeah okay and then uh, as you mentioned there's a certain amount of respect you got to have for the fact that not only did this franchise become so big but it became so big based on just like these two you know student filmmakers just collecting you know rounding up the fundraising to make a low budget 1 million dollar horror film set mm-hmm. like in one location because they didn't have the budget for anything else yeah. and then it exploded and it became such a big franchise so i think in terms of like showing you know like the young talent the the ability to work within a small budget and the ability to kind of like just the the kind of like hope it gives i suppose in terms of <laughs> like here's a small budget film yeah i hope is a weird uh not really we're sure talking about this franchise but i mean in terms of like the actual production of it as opposed to the you know content of the film itself <laughs> but just like kind of like the idea that they had this unique idea that they wanted to bring out and they were actually able to you know just they made a short film of one of the scenes from the film showed that to people got all the financial investments and then were able to make this movie and then it became a huge hit it launched massive careers for the both of them and which you know, was which was the scene that they shot uh it was a version of the uh reverse bear trap scene okay. but they just like they switched what character was in it essentially to make it a short film okay So, yeah, I mean, that's basically what I put it on the list. Even if it's the quality of the actual film is questionable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, do we want to get all into right, this, I guess? Let's get into it. So, if you have not seen this film, do we recommend this? Depends. I think for the reasons you said, yeah, there is some sort of need to recommend it but i think eh, you know what you're into if you're a person there have been six seven like eight movies now like jigsaw will be the eighth yeah yeah, if you haven't watched it by now maybe don't but like i don't know that's a weird way to say it but like you know if you're yeah it seems very much like anyone who would be interested in this film already like, you you already know if you're going to be interested in this film or not, essentially, if you know anything about the franchise at all. Mm-hmm. I guess is how we would phrase it. So, if you have seen it, or just don't care, if you're the type of person who reads Wikipedia summaries, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about it now a little in-depth with spoilers. Yeah. 
So. Yes. I guess number one. <laughs> I don't even know how to start this. Number one and how and how many are of how many entries on this list? I don't know. Uh, we're gonna get there. We're gonna figure it out together. Uh, I was under the impression before seeing this that this was his first thing, so it was kind of interesting to like go back and see kind of these other ones that had happened before. Oh, like this was his first trap. Yeah, yeah. Also, so much throwing in this movie. <laughs> There's so many times like, here, toss me that, and no one ever misses. They always <laughs> land perfect, like dead on. How many on. takes do you think it took, though? I don't know. <laughs> Too many. But also, it's weird that not even at one point in the script, I was like, one of these times they're going to miss, right? That's going to add some extra tension. No, every time they nail it. <laughs> Like, are you kidding me? Good, good for them, I guess. <laughs> um, also, weirdly, like... I sort of always got the impression in these movies that the reason this was happening to the people is because they're bad people. So that way you don't feel, like, horrible when they die. That's supposed to be the general idea. But the franchise has a really hard time sticking to its central <laughs> philosophy. Yeah, like, because the two people in this one were like, I mean, like, they did bad things, but they were, like, good people, I think. Like, even when that guy cuts his foot off, and, like, he's like, hey, I'm gonna go get help, don't worry, I'll be right back. Like, he doesn't actually kill him, like, he has, like, a heart to him, and the other guy's like, hey... He, he, they're, like, both, like, good people, even though they, like, made bad mistakes. So, like, maybe that's supposed to add to the horror is, like, hey, they did one thing wrong or, like, they were perceived to have done one thing wrong and now it's, like, hey, you're not enjoying life enough. Let me help. Well, I mean, I think one of the things, and you're, you're not going to understand this analogy because you haven't seen Dexter either, but I think one okay. of the things, like, I think about in terms of this franchise and connecting it to Dexter is, like, the whole idea of, like, these creators create, like, these serial killers and then try to, like, give them this kind of, like, twisted moral code. Mm. And then as the series or goes on, they kind of forget that they don't need to justify the serial killer like they, he doesn't need to be the good guy mm -hmm. you can tr make him believe he's justified in his actions but that doesn't mean you have to make us believe it and i think that's one of the fr things the franchise forgets not necessarily in this movie but in future films is that they try to make it seem like jigsaw has a point where i don't think many people would agree that he does. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that they do that in this one. I think in this one he's just crazy. Like that's the. Take but like, it. but like the whole idea is like, like you said, they're supposed to be bad people mm -hmm. who like learn to appreciate life by being put in these situations. But there's something, some, something humorous about how petty Jigsaw comes off. Yeah, he does in this first film where it's like, oh, that's the person you think is in need of this. 
Like and the I'm, guy who like <laughs> is like maybe going to cheat on his wife, but never actually does cheat on his wife. And right. he's like, You're so, not appreciating your family enough. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He didn't cheat on his wife. He decided that he loved his family too much. <laughs> like, there's almost a like a little comedic bent to it, which I wish the franchise had continued more. Yeah. Because they ended up taking themselves way too seriously. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's a bit of a lost reunion in this. I like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Miles and uh, Ben. So that's pretty cool. Yep. Uh, Miles dies in a horrible way. And he is a trained police officer. Should have seen that string. Very obvious that it was there. Also, the gun barrels were pointing down. Should have seen them. Whatever. Maybe just a bad policeman. I don't want to put words in my own mouth. He's but... not the dumbest victim in okay. the franchise. I thought you were going to say he's not dead. And I'm like, oh no, no. my god, this gets really convoluted. There are characters you think are dead who come back to life and oh stuff and so on and so forth. I think the best twist, because I already knew the one that the guy in the middle of the room was not actually dead. Yeah. Which, they would have seen him breathing, right? Like, no one can be like, oh, I held my breath real good that time for hours on end. somewhat explained that in one of the sequels. (laughs) I told you, each sequel just fills in the plot holes of the prior film. Okay. So I guess that one's explained away. It's fine. He can... <laughs> that's such a dumb one. I mean, we, do, we don't have to pretend any of the other films exist. All right, that's fine. Uh, like, I, like I, other than that twist, I think the twist about Ben, I don't know the character's actual name. Uh, Zep. Yeah, Zep. That he... And I only know that because Hello, Zep is the name of, like, the famous Saw theme song that they, like, play at oh. the end of the movie. When, like, the twist is happening. Yeah, that was actually a good piece. I like that. Yeah, that's a really... The, that song is really good. I really like that. But it gets kind of overused. Yeah. It's easy for every single twist of every single movie. Isn't that the truth with all horror films, though? They totally overblow their main themes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um... But yeah, like the fact that he, I, I was, I guess I was under the impression that he was working with him, that he wasn't Jigsaw, but like he was like his like secondhand man or whatever. <laughs> secondhand man, right hand man would be the right way to phrase that. Um, but the, the fact that he was also getting played is, is a very interesting um, take on that. And I was like, oh, well, I kind of feel bad about uh him getting his face smashed in, but also was really creepy with the wife and kid. Like, he didn't have to be creepy with them, right? Like, he could have just been like, sorry, I gotta shoot you. But he was, like, playing with their hair with the gun. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Never mind. Well, I mean, the idea is he's still a bad guy, in a, you yeah. know, in a sense. What did he do? I don't get what he did. That he was like, hey. I don't remember okay. what he did. I guess it doesn't really matter. But it was probably something really messed up. He's got a face for that. Sorry. Sorry, Ben. But that's why you always play the villains. Or the creepy character. I think it's just yeah. maybe you need to know that that's what you're stereotyped as now. 
Sorry. I he probably knows. Yeah, I don't think he cares either. He's making bank off person of interest. <laughs> or is that show on anymore? <laughs> I no, know. it ended. All right. Well, he'll he'll find another job. He's sure. gonna be on Arrow. Oh heck yeah! I think <laughs> one one of the CW shows. I don't remember which one, but I think Arrow. Nice. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> that twist was good. Is all I'm trying to say. Uh, I don't know. This is my problem, and I feel like all the Saw movies are this way. And this is the reason Jigsaw looks interesting to me, more interesting, is because they kind of, it looks different in a way. Mm-hmm. And that all, from my understanding, this first one and all the other ones are so like, same thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like grimy and dirty and like no color, it's all greens and browns and stuff. And it's just really unpleasant to look at, but like in the Jigsaw trailer, there's like some color and there's light coming in through like slats in the wall. So I'm like, okay, that looks interesting. This one is just really gross the whole time. <laughs> There's poo-poo on the toilet. <laughs> and I don't know about that. I'm, not, I'm like hurting myself laughing right now. It definitely looks like the new one will be the most fun yeah. of the franchise. Yeah. I don't necessarily know if it's going to be the best or like in any way revitalize it. But it definitely looks like it will be more fun. I don't need it even to be fun. I just need it to not look gross. <laughs> I need some pinks, some purples, some blues. Any amount right. of light would be nice. That's not coming off the harsh lum- or, uh, fluorescent lights. <laughs> no, but like... seriously, like that was the first thing I noticed about watching the trailer for the new one. And like that's when I texted you. I was like, this could actually be good. It was like, <laughs> there's, there's color. Who's, like, attached to the new one? Anyone, like, famous or... The directors are the directors behind this film called Predestination, which I really like. It's on the list, actually. Oh, that's right, that's right. So if this film, if we hadn't had Saw on the list, we probably would have been covering that film this week. Right. But... So... That's interesting, at least. That we've got directors who have made something that you would deem as very good. So. Yes. So that's another reason, another point of interest for this new film. Has that ever happened in this series? I mean, other than James Wan, who is now a big name, but like, after I'll, this one, were there any like directors who were like, I'll take a stab at the Saw franchise? No, mainly after this one, the they basically just like took like the second unit director from the previous movie or the cinematographer from the previous movie or whatever and just bumped them up to director. They went the Annabelle route. Yeah. (laughs) What is it with James Wan and his sequels that, like, they just take the cinematographer and are like, here we go, we're making a movie. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, as far as his traps go, they all make sense. Like, there's all a way to win them, except for the razor blade one. Which I literally do not think there is a way he could have won that one. <laughs> that one just seems more like a torture device. Where the other one seems like he's actually giving people a chance to win. That one was just like, haha, you're an idiot. And for like the worst reason. He is not a bad person for being depressed. <laughs> like. Yeah, yeah. 
like, oh my god, I heard that, I was like, whoa, like, Jigsaw, you are a real piece of work right here, alright? Well, I mean, that's kind of like the whole point of the twisted mentality, is like, oh, these are people who need to learn to appreciate life, and, yeah. you know, so it's, again, we're not supposed to side. <laughs> what? The other yeah. ones make sense, in a way, that one's just like, dude, come on, man. But, like, I think that's one of the things that people get wrong about the franchise is, like, mm-hmm. we're not supposed to side with Jigsaw's philosophy. Right. Like, that's supposed to be I something side. that's messed up. I'm not saying I side with his philosophy. It's just he's completely inconsistent in that moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, but, again, no way to win that one. What is going on? Sometimes I don't think, I think they are more concerned with like, oh, this would be cool instead of this makes sense in terms of what we want to do with this concept. Also, drug lady, Amanda. Yeah. Just straight up kills a dude. He didn't get a chance to win. He was like, hey, I'm drugged and now I'm going to die. (laughs) Like poor guy yeah that, that's one of the problems with the franchise and that starts in this first film is that they don't commit to being like only the the people the only people who will die are the people who like make the choices mm. yeah yeah it gets worse in the later films but it starts even here <laughs> i'll ask that question when we talk about the the sequels. I've got a really interesting question for you. Um, the one that like really surprised me, like as far as the gore was concerned, was the. Uh, it was the when he starts sawing his foot off. Because I was like, oh, they haven't shown anything up in to this point. And then they start showing it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. That looks pretty real. Like, I don't know. Gotta live up to that title. <laughs> I guess, yeah. Is that why it's called that? Other than his name is Jigsaw? Yeah. It's, yeah, it's kind of trying to be, like, multiple things at once, but. Serious is pretty dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. And like I don't I I like I didn't hate this movie, but it's just like alright. Alright. Uh I'm trying to think of other things here. Oh. Also the flame one didn't make any sense to me. Like the combination is on the wall. You have to figure it out. What does he mean it's on the wall? That doesn't make any sense. One of the combinations on the wall is the real one. Oh, I thought there were just big numbers on the wall, and I'm like, how is he supposed to guess? There's, there are no sort of order. Like, they, at that point, just turn numbers and be like, okay, is it this one? Is it this one? That one, that one was pretty bad. It was like, oh, there was glass all over the floor. That was where I was like, he didn't need the extra touch. That's where I'm like, Jigsaw, you're a little extra. You need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> I completely forgot I watched a thing from what I've been watching this week. <laughs> never mind, we'll get back to it. Um, okay, never mind. Uh, so that one, the glass was a bit much. Jake saw, 
cool it. Uh, yeah, you know. That's about it. I was thinking about the Saw video game a lot while I was watching the movie. Have you played that? No, but I was like, how do you even make a game out of this? <laughs> like, I get, I've huh? been curious, but I never played them. Yeah, because, like, how do you make it fun? They're all, like, traps designed to be failed. Mm-hmm. I could see maybe making it work now, because that came out, like, on the Xbox, I think. But I could see it being, like, eight people, like, mul- like simultaneous multiplayer having to solve this puzzle or whatever. Of course, the fun runs out because they'd probably be like, well, we did three puzzles. That's all we've got. And it's like, you'd have to make it more teamwork-based or whatever. Um, that would be interesting. I don't know. It's something to think about. People who are done with the Jason game, move on. Make a saw, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. If, if this new film revitalizes interest in the franchise, then maybe it will blow up as big as before. I, I doubt that. I it will never so. be as big as before. And I don't think this is gonna How did it make a whole lot of money. This is such a weird franchise to be as big as it was. Like, who likes watching this? I think, I think it was partially like the taboo nature of it, in a sense, where it was very much like a younger, like teen crowd who was like, "Oh, our parents don't want us to watch this, don't so we're teens. going to go see the movies." <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. It's just like. Who's like, oh yeah, I can't wait for the new Saw movie. Oh, I can't wait to see someone's head get split in half. <laughs> like, if, you, if you're like that, change. <laughs> like, be a better person. <laughs> now, that being said, will I see the Jigsaw? Probably. Probably will end up seeing it. But That being said, I'm kind of excited for the new one, so guess I'm a bad person. Yep, change. Change it. No, it, <laughs> it's different, though. I just think it's different. Because when... I don't know. There's something about this one that feels super different than the other ones. Mm -hmm. It's totally not playing up that it's gross anymore. And I think that was a big part of the other ones. I don't know. It was, for sure. There's a way also to be gross without being gross, if that makes sense. Like, you can be over-the-top violent without being like, Ew, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, why would you show me that? Like, I didn't need to see that. Um, so, based on the sound of it, I don't think I would recommend you watch any more <laughs> films. <laughs> I know there's something to do with, like, hypodermic needles in the second one, and I'm like, uh-uh. Yes. Uh-uh. No. So, yeah, it, here's the thing. But if you had liked this film more, I would have said... Two, I think, is actually pretty solid. Like, I think it might have the best plot of okay. all of the films, or at least the setup is pro- might be the best. And it has a really good twist and stuff. So I, I kind of like two in terms of, like, if this is what the franchise is going to be, I think two is a pretty solid uh, entry in that. Okay. And then three is when it starts to go off the rails. <laughs> Because they kind of lose track of what the central concept is. And it sort of becomes like... Uh, like a lot of films adopted after this. Is it's one person kind of like walks through a series of traps. That other people are trapped in. And he has to try to like help them out of their traps. But it, that kind of like defeats the whole purpose. In that, you know, it's supposed to be the person who rescues himself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's weird. 
but I think three is still somewhat solid in terms of having like a good setup and it kind of brings a finality to it all without right. spoiling anything. There's kind of like a sense of them making a trilogy in the first three films. And, then and so if you had been interested in, in the first film, I would have recommended watching the next two and then acting like that's the whole franchise. And okay. it would have been much more enjoyable. Okay. Because then after that, I don't recommend any of the later films. They're bad. They're that's when they start, like, the whole plot is just, like, trying to repair their continuity and adding more flashbacks and more twists and, you know, filling in the plot holes and all that. And the traps get, you know, more elaborate and ridiculous and stuff. Yeah. Like, if, if you're into, like, the fun of, like, oh, here's this crazy contraption designed to kill people, if that's something you think is cool just from, like, a production design standpoint... There's some interesting elements of in the later films, but overall, nothing past three is even remotely recommendable. Okay. <laughs> Chances I watched them all this week. <laughs> Probably pretty high. I want you to, but also I don't want you to, but I want you to. <laughs> oh okay. Well, we'll see how this goes. Who knows? Now, this is my problem. This is my main problem. I think I would watch them all if it was all just trap stuff. Even in the first one, I'm like, I don't care about the detectives, like, trying to solve stuff. That's not interesting to me. The trap stuff becomes more prominent in the later films, for sure. Okay. Because I'm like, ah, it's just... Okay, let me guess. You're not going to solve it. It's going to be too late. Yep. That played out exactly how I expected. <laughs> like, yep. That didn't really need to happen. We'll see. I might watch at least two and three. But we'll see how this week goes. Uh, so, ranking. Mm-hmm. I'm having a real tough time ranking this one. Me too. Because I think it's a better movie than both Blade and Blade 2. I think it's got more going for it. I think the twist is good. If I hadn't known that twist, I would be like, what? Like, uh, I think there's enough there to make it high up there. But at the same time, I've rewatched Blade and Blade 2. <laughs> I don't ever see myself rewatching Saw. So that's an interesting distinction I need to make. Yeah. Makes sense. I, hmm, I think I'm going to place it number 30, behind Rubber, and ahead of Blade 2, for now. That might drop to behind Blade 2, but still ahead of Blade 1, because it's Blade 1. Uh, oh, final thoughts. It does the 2000s thing of having a completely out-of-touch song at the end. Like, the credit song is so bad. I hate it's it. It's so bad. Um, do all of them do that? No. Good. Thank God. <laughs> um, Alright, so I ranked this not a lot higher than you, but in a spot that's more questionably high still. 
I ranked this 26th. Oh, wow. After Hellraiser, above the raid. So you have it right where I ranked Robocop. (laughs) Yeah. It's not even a joke. (laughs) That's just right where I ranked Robocop. Um, Interesting. Interesting movie this week. I don't know. For sure. I feel like we're not going to get another interesting one like this for a while. So, we have well, to Well, next it. week, we are moving into more critically acclaimed and Aaron Favorite's film mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, territory. So, we took a bit of a week off this week from, like, Aaron's favorites to talk about. Yes. Aaron kind of likes this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the most fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But next well, those and the ones where you let me down. And <laughs> and we'll see hey, about man. this uh, next film. Because we are talking about The Exorcist. For Halloween. We are. Halloween's and Slacey has right to up. have the episode out on time. <laughs> I was in the hospital. <laughs> it's no excuse. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, yeah. Exorcist. A movie that I know just enough about. I'm hoping it's not a repeat of The Omen. Where I was like, I've heard a lot about The Omen for a long time. Watch it. I'm like, that's not what I was expecting. I'm kind of let down a little bit. It might be. Also, we don't have to do this on the podcast, but we have to discuss if you're going to watch the original version or the director's cut version. Oh, we should probably discuss that now. Because the podcast listeners need to know. Well, I mean, I didn't want to, like, take up time. I don't well, know how... it's too late. We're taking up all the time. Which one's better, Aaron? Which one should I watch? I'll watch whatever one you say th- is good. I think there's elements of the original that are better, but I think there's, like, a few specific added scenes in the director's cut that are, like, pretty iconic. So I think I would go with the director's cut. Okay. We're going director's cut, everybody. Watch it. And then Aaron will regale us with the difference. Sorry, the differences next week. Yeah. I'm expecting right. you to be well studied and to know the differences. Well, and I've been watching up on the rest of the franchise, so we can talk about that a little. Okay. I didn't know there was an Exorcist franchise, but now I do. Yes. Yep. Now I do. Anyway, this is <laughs> so next week, The Exorcist. Okay, so this has been another we're, we're, episode. We're wrapping it up now. <laughs> we had a bit of a slow end there. We're yeah. getting there. But this has been another episode of Gateway to Cinema. If you want to find Lacey around the web, you can find him at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter. Find him at Jake Lace on Tumblr. I'm going to try and catch up with the 31 days of Halloween. I missed a whole week. So that's going to be two movies a day to catch up. <laughs> I might just pick and choose some of them yeah. that I was really excited to watch. Um, but I'm excited. Tomorrow is uh, Suspiria. And I'm, oh. I'm very interested to watch that before the remake. So I'm very interested to hear your thoughts on it. I'm very so, interested to tell yeah. you my thoughts. We're all very and interested. And I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you want to find David, 
for the main podcast around the web. You can find him at dbex15 on Twitter. dbex with two S's. That's if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at littleflamedude on Twitter. You can find me at this clever blog name. He's already taken. .tumblr.com. The Night X Came Home, Volume 2, is still underway. Uh, since last time, I have covered Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part 4, Initiation, and Slumber Party Massacre 2. So, Oh, yeah. What's still... Aaron, can I get any hot info on what the Halloween one is this year? Uh, the Halloween one has that mirror you've been looking for. <laughs> that's a hot that's, take. That's your tease. That's a hot take. You can only get that right here on the podcast, everyone. I want that to be clear. Not get that anywhere else. And if you want to find the podcast on the web, you can find us at RebootRD on Twitter. Give us a like on Facebook. Check our episodes out on SoundCloud and iTunes, and give us a good review if you like what we say. Alright, so until next time, don't think it. Don't say it. Bye-bye, man. <laughs>